This story started on Twitter last night. I wrote two poetic music lyrics for fun thanks to exceptional author Gloria Geiger. Well, here's what became of those poems when mixed with a few prompts. I wrote this poem in answer to the following prompts. Mind Love a Misery's Menagerie Photo Challenge, the picture above. Fap with Fandango, such. Pensitivity Three Things Challenge, Left, Poetry, Home. Word of the Day Challenge, Cattywampus. Poetry of Love. She looked into his eyes and he finally realized. Her words were never lies. Truth tumbling with every tear. Shaking with cold fear. The night was warm and sultry beside the lake. Lord Donthorn was hosting his annual summer masquerade ball beneath moody grey skies this year. Malcolm, dressed in his finest black suit, was playing the role of a waiter. There was no other way he'd gain entry into such a lavish event. He'd been serving flutes of expensive Don Perignon champagne in the gardens when he heard her. The poet's soft, sweet and yet melancholy voice sent chills down his spine. She really loved him. He was going so far away. She was lonely without him. His kiss said it'd be okay. Wending his way between the regal guests, he searched for her. He passed between ladies dripping in gold and diamonds. Gentlemen flashing Rolex watches as they mooched about wearing extravagant Italian suits. Each guest hiding his or her identity behind sexy or scary masks of jewels and feathers, Malcolm couldn't decide which. Beneath arbors draped in grapevines and passion flowers. Around the marble fountain toward the fringes of the garden, he searched. He'd be back for her. He'd be back for sure. Malcolm came upon the folly. Made to look like a grand tower, it was nothing more than a hollow facade. This evening the entrance was adorned with gold drapes. Between them holding a lantern, he found her. The light glinted upon her long platinum blonde hair. She appeared dark and sultry, dressed in a black cape which she flared like wings as she curtsied to gentle applause. Malcolm felt his breath catch in his throat. She was beautiful in her tiny black dress and fishnet stockings which revealed bare feet. Must you hide behind your black sparkly mask? Can it really be you? He thought. May we have some champagne? Asked a gentleman with a fine mustache. Certainly, sir. Malcolm flourished his silver tray. With his last glasses served, he bowed away and glanced back towards the folly. The poet was gone. Malcolm spun a frustrated circle, he had to find her again. If she was, Harmony he had a chance to repair the cattywampus rhythms of his broken heart. Malcolm. You have no right to be standing here and still with an empty tray. There is more wine and canapes to be served, demanded Mr. Richter the Donthorne family butler and manager of the event. I'm sorry. I have to do something, Malcolm thrust his tray at the butler. I'll get back to work soon, he added before walking away, leaving the butler stood there open-mouthed. The poet had gone down toward the lake. Had it not been for her lantern, Malcolm might never have seen her again. His heart pounded in his chest, keeping rhythm with the tension building in his lungs as his eyes fell upon her back. He almost ran down the lawn to catch up with her. Realizing a fast approach might scare her, he forced himself to walk with speedy decorum. The lady padded onto the fishing dock. She perched at the end with her feet hanging over the edge of the wooden deck. Even in the way she held her lantern before her, it was clear her soul was aching. Malcolm came to a stop at the edge of the dock. He felt his own soul reaching out to caress hers. It was his fault she was gazing over the waters of the natural lake so pensively, so mournful. Maybe a poem he wrote with her would help. Something in the way she moves. Makes my heart pound and approve. Just wish she knew how I feel. Could hear my love bells peal. The lady turned to face him. At once her pretty face creased with recognition and sadness beneath her mask. Malky? 
Mesmerized by her. My soul simply approves. Mesmerized by her. It's something in the way she moves. Malcolm finished the second stanza and nodded. Why are you here? She asked, her voice shaking with tears. Hello, Army. I thought I was here to work as a waiter. I was wrong. Fate brought me here, brought me back to you. All those years ago when I left home. When my parents forced me to move away to Kent, I never wanted to go. I left my heart and soul with you. Oh, Malky. I can't believe you're here. Malcolm had remained a respectful distance. May I sit with you? Please, she patted the dock beside her. Thank you. I thought you'd run the second you saw me. Malcolm stopped behind her. You're easily the most beautiful lady here tonight. You glow brighter than any of them. Harmony reached for his hand and drew him down beside her. Thanks, Malky. I cried for weeks when you left. I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. Life has been so hard without. I'm here now. Believe me, I'm so sorry I ever left you. Malcolm eased her mask from her face and gazed into her emerald eyes as he held her hand. You feel that? What? Harmony blinked just once, transfixed by him. Malcolm took a deep breath infusing his senses with the jasmine, vanilla and rose notes of her perfume. Healing. Being close to you, holding you is healing my soul. I promise never to leave again, Harmony. Will you let me stay? Harmony gave a beautiful smile as she lay her head on his shoulder, permitting him to cuddle her close. I'm never letting you go again, she said. Shifting his gaze to the shimmering lake, Malcolm felt years of pain melting away. Then I'll be whole. Malcolm. I told you to get back to work. Now, I find you romancing with the guests. You're. I quit. Malcolm cut him off. Harmony looked stunned in his arms. You disrespectful young. I'm sorry, Mr. Richter the sometimes are things in life which are far more important than work. Things, far more important than serving stupidly expensive champagne to overpaid, over-endowed snobs. Malcolm stood with Harmony and held her from behind. But, but, you were being paid well. I don't understand, Richter stuttered looking shocked. I could be making as much money as these rich people and I still wouldn't be happy. Harmony and I went to school together a few years ago. When I was forced to move away, I lost her. I slit my heart and broke hers when I left. You giving me this job has brought me back to her. You see, I would choose harmony and happiness over money any day. If losing this job is finding happiness with the only lady I could ever love, then I quit. Harmony reached over her shoulder and kissed him. Thank you, Malky. I think it's time we left. Lead the way, my lady. Malcolm took her hand and left the dock walking right past his former boss. Wait. Mr. Richter removed and polished his glasses. What you say is true. I lost the love of my life through following my dream to work. As a result, I never became a restaurateur and ended up a loveless butler instead. The job is still yours if you want it. Go home now, look after Harmony and I hope to see you here next weekend. Richter replaced his glasses and strode away. Harmony giggled as she faced Malcolm. I think we pulled his heartstrings. I'm not surprised. You've been playing sweet music on mine since I heard you reciting your poem. Malcolm reached in smoothing her hair as their lips met. Behind him, the light was lit up by a thousand glittering sparks as a fireworks display began. The End Dash Thanks for reading my friends. There's more in the Poetry Corner, Short Stories, Short Stories 2, and Short Stories 3 tabs. Have a great day.